Hello humans, it is I, Pona. Welcome or welcome back to True Form. This is a place of self-reflection, which is why I often talk about the past. Today I'm reflecting on what my mother taught me about not caring what others say, if you yourself know it to be untrue. When I was growing up, my mother would ask me multiple times when I came home from school whether or not I was being bullied. She heard on the Chinese radio that bullying is quite rampant in schools, and often wondered whether I was a victim. I always said no. My image of bullying was of the extreme kind, the kind where kids that are bigger than you follow you around just to taunt you about something because they had nothing better to do. My image of bullying often involved either verbal or physical violence about weight or glasses or special needs. In other words, my image of bullying was stuff only white people could be made fun of for. If this doesn't make sense just yet, or if I've offended some people, <laughs> I'll explain. The other day, I was talking to a couple of people about how it is possible for people of color to uphold white supremacy. As the only non-white person in the conversation, I confirmed that it is indeed possible, as I did it for many years. Even as children, we are taught that white is the norm, and if you weren't white, you had to assimilate. I went to a public school in a predominantly white middle-class neighborhood. Everyone had nice houses. I was made fun of when I said my family lived in an apartment building. Most kids brought basic sandwiches to school, like ham and cheese. Kids often asked what I was eating, not with interest, but with disgust. Like, ew, why is it that color? Why does it look like hair? That smells funny. At the time, I did not consider that to be bullying. These kids were not bigger than me, following me around just to taunt me because they had nothing better to do. We were assigned seats in the lunchroom. We sat there every day. There was no physical or verbal violence. They were just comments about how my food looked and smelled. They were not comments directed at me as a person. My young brain did not perceive this as violence. There were days when I didn't finish my lunch because I didn't want to take it out and show it in the open. I would take little bites when I thought no one was looking. I would go home and my mother would ask me why I didn't finish. I lied and said I wasn't hungry or that I didn't like the food or that it was hard to eat. I wanted ham and cheese sandwiches. I wanted Lunchables. I wanted pasta. I wanted white people food. One day my mother got fed up and started packing me a single carrot stick for lunch. She said, if you don't finish this, then there is definitely something wrong with your digestive system, and I'm taking you to the doctor. I pushed aside my racial identity up until my early 20s because I was bullied for it from a very early age. But because the way I was bullied didn't match up with the images I was shown of bullying on TV or the way bullying was described in school, which never involved any racial insults, I never thought of it in the same way. So again, whenever my mother asked me if I was getting bullied, the answer was always no. If my mom thought anything was happening to me at school, she would always threaten to come to the school and complain. The thought of that horrified me. At the time, I thought it was because I didn't want to make any waves. But the reality was, I didn't want my Chinese mother coming in speaking to the administration with her accent and broken English, further solidifying the fact that I was ethnic. I was happy living the lie of trying to be as white as possible, and not shaking up the status quo of upholding whiteness in my school. Now I'm going to talk more about what my mother taught me about not caring what others say if you yourself know it to be untrue. She always told me that no matter what others say about me, 
If I know it's not true, then I don't have to care. It makes the other person look ridiculous if they say something that doesn't hold any weight. She told me to laugh at the person, but I was too shy to do that, so my approach was just to ignore with a straight face. I did indeed notice that other kids would get super offended by certain things that other kids said, and that it only encouraged those kids to continue taunting. So I saw wisdom in what my mother taught me. One time in middle school, a rumor went around that I was a dyke. I didn't know what that was, so I ignored it and it didn't hurt me. Another rumor went around that I gave head. I didn't know what that was either, so I ignored it and it didn't hurt me. I guess it also helped that I was so sheltered and didn't know what any of this stuff was. Ignorance saved me a lot of pain, apparently. Why is school a breeding ground for so much hatred? I haven't figured this one out yet. Any insights are welcome. Anyway, what my mother taught me was to evaluate the things that people say about me before taking them seriously. Do they hold any weight or not? Most of the time, they didn't, so I didn't worry about it. Unfortunately, the attacks on my racial identity were perceived to me as true. It wasn't like I was being made fun of for having greasy hair because I could fix that, whereas I can't change my ethnicity. The only solution was to reject anything that would associate me with Chineseness and act as white as I possibly could through whatever means I had, whether it be through music taste or how I talked or what I was interested in or not interested in. For example, I would actively hate Hello Kitty and anime because, ew, so Asian. Fast forward 20 years, and all of a sudden, all these white people are also into Asian stuff, which is really confusing because they like to talk about how open-minded and accepting they are of other cultures. But only, of course, if it doesn't threaten their whiteness. It's really tiring dealing with all of these things, so I personally like to just not. I don't actively seek the company of people that I feel are problematic, or if their energy just doesn't sit right with me. Anyone is also very welcome to do the same to me. I guess I'm doing what my mother taught me. Just ignore, and continue to do my own thing. Thanks so much for making it to the end of this episode of True Form. If you're still listening, I'm grateful for you and I wish you a happy day. Bye!